What up, guys? Welcome to another Built Elite Training Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is December 23rd, and Christmas is right around the corner. I am super excited um, about Christmas, and I'm super excited that um, it is here. I'm up here in Minnesota, and it's cold. We just had like 20 inches around the metro area, um, and then we had like a 50-degree weather day uh temperature wise and it has been absolutely crazy but today's 30 degrees getting some sunlight i'm already excited for spring and uh, we're about nine weeks out on my bodybuilding competition but today guys we are talking about refeeds all about refeeds today episode 34 um as i'm in nine weeks out of my bodybuilding prep this is a strategy that i've been using for the last seven shows, and I'm going to be diving into what refeeds are, the benefits of it, how to use them properly, um, what hormones they affect. A lot of people, when they're going into a cut phase, um, depending on their journey, their physique, they want to see change. And I think having refeeds and actually having scheduled refeeds within your plan can help a lot um, when it comes to adherence, mental clarity, taking a, a moment to actually have something that isn't um, black beans or, um, sweet potatoes and having like a bowl of cereal. Some of you've been following me, my famous cinnamon toast crunch with pop tarts at nighttime are one of my faves. So we're going to dive into it right now. So we're going to start off here about just clarifying up what the heck a refeed is. Um, and a refeed is just a fancy word for usually having more calories uh, during a diet phase, having more calories. Okay. And when I say that typically it's going to be carbohydrates, but most, you know, most cases, um, like I said, you, you will see an increase in carbs and maybe a slight increase in fats, typically maybe five to 10 grams, but normally it's going to be the carbohydrates. And I'm going to be diving into like how that should look, what that looks like, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but many people believe that having a reefy day, will boost your metabolic rate. You'll hear that like, oh, dude, or the gym bros will say that. Um, but however, there is limited evidence that a single high carb, um, that a single high carb or even a high calorie day has a significant effect on metabolic rate. And we're going to talk about the metabolic rate. We're going to talk about um, some of the other hormonal benefits of having a refeed, especially during a cut phase, because you're not going to typically do a refeed during a surplus phase. You're not going to do it if you are around maintenance or slightly in a surplus. If you're somebody trying to drop body fat, you're trying to get your abs. Um, you've been in a deficit for a longer period of time. This is why and when you should probably use one. Um, but there is currently no published data out there that shows complex carbohydrate cycling plans are superior for weight loss versus a consistent carbohydrate intake throughout the week, as long as weekly calorie and macronutrient intakes are matched. So some people will think, oh, if I do a refeed day, there's going to be a, a magical um, thing, you know, in, in my body from a hormonal standpoint um, that uh, I'm going to start burning more body fat because I increase a carbohydrate day. And there's actually no uh, published uh, studies that show that, you know, there's a lot of people, very, very successful people that can lose the weight and keep it off with a consistent fat loss protocol. I have a lot of clients. I have a client right now. He is 66, 67 years old, and he has lost 60 pounds with me over the year of 2021. And it, we did not do refeeds. Um, we did a very steady decrease 
uh, typically around, he was losing about a pound and a half to two pounds a week at one point, And then slowly kind of tapered down to about a pound a week, but we weren't doing refeed days um, or having any of that um, within the plan. So as we're going into that, talking about refeeds, typically it's going to be a high carbohydrate day, a day where we'll talk about this too, where you're going to normally see the calories kind of bump up to your maintenance, um, maybe slightly higher. An example would be for me, I'm around 2,200 calories, but on my refeed day, I'm very close to around 3000 calories, which is kind of where my maintenance was or is currently. So let's go about the benefits of having refeed. Okay. The good stuff. I love my refeed. I wish it was here. Actually, it's on Monday, so I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but as you push hard during the week with a diet phase, okay, you're in a caloric deficit, you're dropping body fat, you're trying to lean out. If you guys have been following me on my page, I'm starting to get my, you know, my abs are starting to tighten up. I'm starting to see the definition within my midsection. I'm starting to see my lines. I'm starting to see my veins. Um, you typically start lowering carbs, right? You start lowering carbs within that deficit. Uh, to a certain extent. And um, with hard reoccurring sessions throughout the week, muscle glycogen can be depleted. Okay. Glycogen in muscle is used during intense workout sessions. So with a low depletion state, your sessions can drop and so will your performance. Okay. This is, this is a no, no, you don't want that. Right. Um, you can also find that pumps can get a lot harder to obtain. Uh, sets can seem a lot more difficult you may appear smaller in the mirror. This will also be dependent on how lean you are. Like if you have been in a cut for a while and you're fairly lean and you have been extremely depleted, you've been training maybe a three day on one day off split, you know, by the third day, you you've had really hard sessions to the third day and you're kind of looking in the mirror and you're like, yo, I'm really, really depleted right now. Um, that will be shown. I see this a lot, even with lifestyle clients, where if they train two days on or three days on and there was some missed carbohydrates. So an example, even if I had have a client that doesn't even do a refeed and their goal is 250 grams a day and uh, the day before and the day before that they had around 110 to 130 grams of carbs, I've seen it and they come to that workout they're complaining that they're just not getting good blood flow to the muscles. They feel tired, soft, depleted. They just feel like the performance isn't there. I just had a funny situation the other day. I had a client that had a pop tart before her workout. And she said, Oh my gosh, I haven't felt this energy ever. And you know, that's that spike of insulin, but trying to break down the science and the why of, Hey, you know, yeah, we could have had a better choice in carbohydrates for that. Not saying pop tarts are bad, but you know, if you wanted more nutrient dense uh, carbohydrates, we could have done that. But it's very important that we are using carbohydrates um, that are stored in the form of glycogen within the muscle cell to be used. But what people will see during a cut phase that they get extremely depleted, and when they when they get depleted, um, that is where fatigue can set in, and that's where you can really feel the. Uh, decrease in performance within the workout. Now with a refeed day, you can restore lost glycogen storages and have more energy to push yourself into the next hard session. So you may also um, want these um, refeeds on the hardest workouts you may have around a weak body or a, or a weak body part. So typically finding that refeed time, putting that aside of, Hey, I'm going to have it around the day before a very hard session, which could be a leg training session followed by maybe a weak body part that could be your back or maybe your chest. Typically for most people wanting to really define and bring good growth and density to their 
to what upper body movement or upper body muscle. It's typically the back, um, which you could obviously add accessory movements to that, that day as well, like shoulders, um, or biceps or triceps. So an example, I want to talk about this as an example here would be my reefy day being on like on a Monday, right. Which is also a rest day for me. So I'm currently resting on Mondays. Um, I was kind of nervous about that at first when I started, but I realized how hard my mesocycle was and why it was very important that my refeed day was actually on a Monday. So I could obviously get that performance back, get those carbohydrates filled up, getting them ready for the next day. Um, but how this is where my refeed day is on Monday, I have a brutal leg workout on Tuesday, going into a hard session, a back session on, um, I'm sorry. Tuesday is my leg day. And then Wednesday would be my back day having that set up. Okay. Now, another major benefit. And I think in my opinion is the best, this is the best in using a refeed is to eat something you are craving and wanting all week. Okay. For me, that's cinnamon toast crunch and a pop tart. All right. I love those things. If you've been following me on my social, I will post the cinnamon toast crunch and the pop tart before bed. I typically do it before bed. Um, and that's going to be on that Monday, right before Tuesday's very, very hard leg workout. How uh, this can help with the thoughts of binging or going off the deep end and just eating whatever is in sight. So this is why refeeds are a huge benefit. I think this is the biggest benefit out, out of a refeed is as you're dieting, um, and you're on just strict calories and you're like at maybe 170 to 200 grams of carbs and you're doing maybe 30 to 50 grams of carbs per meal, four to five times a day, and you're doing dense carbohydrates. So you stay full like sweet potatoes um, and um, complex carbs, like oatmeal, you can have that refeed day. So you can, Hey, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to have something a little bit less nutrients and I'm going to be having a pop tart, or I'm going to have cinnamon toast crunch, or I'm going to have something that I've been wanting for the rest of the week, you know, and this is going to be that mental break for you as you're pushing through it. So again, taking that time and having that mental break. So those big benefits there. Now let's go into the structured, structured refeed day or a cheat day. This is a good question. A lot of people are like, so should I do a, should I do a refeed day? Um, or a cheat day. And I could have labeled that cheat day. I like to call it a fun meal. I don't typically like to call it uh, a cheat meal. I like to call it a fun meal. Um, but when I'm in contest prep, um, it's a cheat meal. It's like, yo, there's no, there's no cheat meals. There's no nothing. Cause on this plan, we gotta be strategic. We gotta execute. We can't mess around because we're trying to get to that pro level, which I am at the pro level, but I have to compete as some of you've been listening I got to do this show coming up. That's an amateur show so I can get that OCB pro card. So let's talk about this. The first thing I want to, I want to note here is the de desired ROL rate of loss, rate of loss of fat scale weight as it goes down for the cut. If you're setting a cut um, up around 16 to 20 weeks, or you have time in which you want to step on stage, doing a cheat meal may not be at your best interest. Okay. You would be better off finding that refeed day within your week and setting that up correctly so you hit your target rate of loss, ROL, for the upcoming show, um, if that's a beach vacation, model shoot, et cetera, et cetera. Or you may just not want to eat out and cook your meals at home. Like I have people that don't aren't going to a show, 
aren't going to the beach, but they just don't want to go out to eat and eat fast food or go out to dinner. They rather have a refeed. And again, this comes down to lifestyle goals and where you're currently at, where you value, what you value out of that phase. So your progress, you got to understand that your progress might may be a bit slower if you choose to do uh, a cheat meal, a fun meal each week or two. Um, and this is this comes down to managing those expectations during that cut phase. If you're someone's like, hey, I'm doing a cut for 20 weeks and I want to lose roughly a pound to a pound and a half a week. And at the end of that 20 weeks, I want to be around this scale weight. You may not need or should do a fun or cheat meal for that specific prep or that length of that cut. A refeed is going to bring more accuracy to you through that. So again, like I said, if you choose to do the cheat meal, um, you can do it. Your progress is just going to be a little slower, but if you are someone that just are pushing for that leaner physique and you rather enjoy the fun meal, like, you know, I'm just pushing for again, lifestyle, losing some weight for summer. Um, you know, if you can do that the right way without going off the rail, it may be a good idea. This may be a better decision for those that are losing weight as a lifestyle rather than a show or, or like a photo shoot, like I was talking about. So Doing so may help you adhere better to the plan. And again, it comes down, you guys, ladies and gents, it comes down to finding what works best for you. Okay. If it if that's something that you enjoy, like, hey, I'm going to do better on my deficit phase with my coach um, Monday through Sunday with one or two fun meals um, during that time. And I feel good and I know the expectations of what we're trying to do. I'm going to be okay with that. But if you're someone that, again, isn't a show, um, you are trying to lose a good amount of body fat. You want to be accurate. You want to be doing these refeeds. You're just going to get results a lot faster with that refeed. Um, just going to be more consistent and accurate. And with refeeds, you are measuring out your portions and you're not just sitting down for a big burger, not knowing what the calories are. So again, this is a big thing too, is like when people are doing those fun meals or they think refeeds are like, oh yeah, higher carbs, that sounds fun. But you have to understand that you're still tracking your food refeeds are still trackable macronutrients. So anything like burgers, uh, cereals, spaghetti, all can be tracked and made from home. I do this all the time. Typically on Mondays, my refeeds are normally, like I was talking about cinnamon toast crunch, or I like to do spaghetti. I'm a huge guy on um, homemade spaghetti. So those are typically those carbohydrates that I'm going to be doing. Again, this is a huge benefit from a macro flexible approach. Um, so let's dive into, now that we talked about that, let's go into this last section here, refeed recommendations. So now you're asking, okay, got some good benefits, starting to figure out the why behind why refeeds are, are a good choice. Let's talk about the recommendations. So my recommendations for a scheduled refeed during a cut, again, this is a cut, not someone that's just in a maintenance or a slight surplus. If you're someone that's dropping body fat right now, you're trying to lean out um, a recommend schedule refeed could be anywhere between four to 10 days within that period. Um, increasing your carbs around 1.5 to two times your normal intake. So that's going to relatively be once four to 10 day period as discussed. I'm not going to dive too much into like multiple refeeds today. That is doable. Um, you just have to make sure that's balanced because if you are in a deficit phase and you do an extra refeed, 
those days that you don't have the refeed, you're going to probably have to lower calories. And if calories get too low, what's going to happen? Your performance in the gym can suffer. You can start finding yourself not being able to have good mesocycle progressions and muscle tissue getting lost. So you have to make sure you're balancing it out. And again, having these refeeds are very important, but also you have to do it the right way. So let's give you an example here. So roughly right now, my carbohydrate intakes around 200 grams right now, 200 carbs on my normal training days. So this would be Today's my off day. Um, tomorrow is um, starts my three days, three day on training. And so tomorrow I'm going to be shooting for actually it's 210 carbs. So let's just say 200 on your refeed day, which this is actually accurate right now for my specific refeed. Um, I would have roughly 400 grams where that would be pushed close to the hardest session you have in the week. So again, I'm doing relatively close to two times my normal intake on my normal training days, right? I'm doing 200 carbs. But on that refeed day, I'm pushing for that 400. And again, that is going to be me trying to do um, a little bit more pushing into um, better performance, getting filled up, getting that deplete, depletion of the glycogen filled and ready to rock and roll. So going into, you may also want to lower fats and protein on refeed days. If your caloric intake is low and you are noticing a large spike in weight after the refeed. So this is another thing to you. You want to make sure you're weighing yourself the next day, making sure you're not having a too big of spike. Cause I've seen that too, where people put too much in their refeeds, they spike too much. And then they're trying to spend uh, four to five, six days trying to get back down to that, that, um, that low that they hit before the refeed. So you have to make sure that's also very balanced. So with this extra push, you will typically see your calories come up to a current maintenance or slightly higher, like I talked about. And just like I mentioned, the mental break is one of the major benefits, but we also have several hormones working in this as well. So hormones that affect metabolic rate, such as leptin, which is your fullness hormone. That's huge during that refeed, feeling a little bit more satisfied. And your thyroid hormone are extremely more responsive to carbohydrate overfeeding than a protein and fats. So this is going to be another big thing as you're going through that cut, you're super hungry, being able to get a little bit more carbohydrate. That's going to help with that responsiveness to the thyroid metabolic right there with the thyroid going into leptin and leptin is the fullness hormone and ghrelin is the hunger hormones during that cut. Typically what happens? Ghrelin goes up, you're always hungry and leptin goes down. So these refeeds are going to help keep these hormones slightly more in check. So let's close this up, guys. I hope you found a lot of value in today's podcast, breaking down the science, the why, the recommendations of refeeds. And again, at the end of the day, it will always come down to your goals and desired outcomes during your cut phase. As well, adherence, adherence, adherence. If you are someone that's struggling with just hitting your protein count and your total calories for the day, make sure you get very good at that before adding a refeed. If you're someone that's very consistent with your macros, as in you're hitting your protein, your carbs, your fats, and your fiber, and you're being very consistent with that and your experience with, hey, I know my meals, I'm being very consistent, I'm not fooling around, then this is going to be good for you. And again, this podcast is meant to bring you guys the best aesthetic physique, healthy, toned, definition, great looking physique. Refeeds can definitely help. And um, I hope you guys found value. And that's it. Again, if you guys found value in today's podcast, please screenshot it, share it to your social media page, tag me in it at Built Elite Training. And also, if you're listening to this, I'm doing a free 14-day new 
year muscle challenge starting January 17th, two weeks of full access of me, training, nutrition, Facebook group. It's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be bringing loads of value when it comes to it. So if you are interested in that, please send me a quick DM on Facebook or um, on Instagram. So have the best day of your life and we will talk soon.